Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rodcast, the Rodman Steel Studios podcast. This week, we are starting a new series. It's a really fun one. You'll notice we have a new guest with us today. She's our wonderful instructor, Samantha Beal. Samantha, say hi. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Yeah, Glad Samantha. So we're starting a new series where we're going to have little interviews with all of our instructors. So everybody at the studio, you'll get to meet everyone in the family and you'll get to hear their stories. We have a great team here at the studio and everybody has a different background. Everyone has a different musical experience. And uh, so we're really looking forward to introducing you to all of our amazing staff. And today we're starting with Samantha. Yes. Yeah, so, so glad to I was so glad that y'all are having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So to start out, Samantha, let's mm -hmm. talk about what you currently do here at the studio. What do you do here? Okay, so I'm a vocal instructor, uh, basically what I'm doing right now. Um, I do teach a little bit of um, stage presence as I do train my vocal students that I've kind of incorporated into my lessons. So mm -hmm. that's strictly what I'm doing as okay. of now. Awesome. And so. and so when you're teaching voice, what are your what sort of styles do you like to teach? I like to basically work with um, a lot of forward placement when it comes to if I know a student has that power but they're kind of holding back, mm -hmm. withholding from um, their full potential. So a lot of that, a lot of um, bell, I mean range, uh, pitch, basically mm -hmm. anything that a student or say their parent, um, I mean, if they're younger, uh, would want to kind of see come out of their shell. So that is really what I focus on is okay. that are those things. Awesome. Sure. So getting students to open yeah. up, getting them to right. really put their voice out there right. and not be and scared. And not hold back. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you teach mostly pop music? Mostly pop. Mm -hmm. um, I can do country. I, I sing a little bit of country, so it, it, it's in me to, to teach yes, that. But okay. I would say those are the two top ones. Yeah, and it probably sure. depends on what the student wants Exactly, as well. exactly. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah. we, we're so lucky to have you on our team as yes, a vocal instructor. So our students love you, so mm, we're, glad, we're glad you're love here. It. So today, let's talk a little bit about where this all came from. How mm -hmm. did we get to Samantha in the year 2022? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my first question is, what age and when did you start singing? Um, I remember my parents said I was like two, three years old mm -hmm. on uh, the fireplace, and I started singing uh, Deep in the Heart of Texas. Oh, fun. And they, uh, they were like, I think she has a voice. And so from then on, I was kind of thrown, really not even, I was thrown into it. Okay. Um, and so they were like, we're going to have her, you know, church choir um, going on stage. I used to live in Birmingham, Alabama, so... Mm -hmm. That's really where it started for me was mm -hmm. uh, doing some Broadway shows where I, I was I played Molly and Annie, mm -hmm. and so that's where like my love and passion for music and and performance really mm -hmm. came. Um, and then I went to college, did the whole college thing, mm -hmm. still sang at like karaoke bars. Because you didn't major in music, did you? No. Okay. Uh, no, I majored in animal science because I wanted to be a veterinarian. Yeah. Which now looking back, I'm like okay. That don't I don't think that would have been for me. Cause I'm yeah, so, I, and and I still work with animals um, as a vet tech, but um, I just love my passion for you know musical theater still mm -hmm. and and singing. Um, so there was just a lot that happened between those times in college. I tried mm -hmm. out for American Idol, um, mm -hmm. didn't make it, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, but you know I just kind of grew with what 
I wanted to go back and do, and that's singing. And um, so uh, when I moved back to Dallas, I was like, I'm going to go uh, try to sing. And I just started calling all these places and getting involved in um, in vocal training. And then I was like, I want to be able to do that and help other people mm-hmm. want that same dream. So Yeah, and then you ended so up here with us. I, here here oh, I am. Wonderful. Okay, so that's definitely a big picture, but I kind of want to zoom in a little bit more. Yeah. So you said you started singing, gained mm-hmm. an interest in singing really, really young, like two, three years old. Yeah. And then you started singing in church choirs and started doing, like, shows. Mm-hmm. Like, did you do a lot of music at school? Or? I, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did theater in school. Uh, not so much music, though, because we, we had, like, a, we were a small town. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really have, like, a like a true choir. Okay. I we had like maybe like 10 people but we didn't perform yeah. much so I think that's where I started really missing it yeah so um yeah just not many opportunities in a small town yeah so. <laughs> and so you lived it's, there mm-hmm. where, where was that also in Alabama no this is in Van Alstine Texas oh okay I've heard of so, Van Alstine yeah. yes okay. so um you know kind of been all over yeah really yeah. So did you graduate from high school there? And mm-hmm. then you went to Texas A&M, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Graduated from high school there, went to Texas A&M, um, took a whole path of I'm going to do strictly animals. And mm-hmm. and although I love animals, I've come to find out now that I'm a little older that that really wasn't for me. Yeah. I should have gone the music route. Yeah, but. really. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is that is so cool. And so you finished, you finished school. You... And was it after school that you you started to, like, get really interested in music and really yeah. start to... Yeah, I think that's yeah. the main thing is when I came back to Dallas, um, I was... It was like, I want to go do this. Because I, I just enjoyed doing karaoke so much, mm-hmm. and I miss being on stage. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're born with that, it's it's kind of like it never leaves you. Yeah. Never once you, you once you get excited about performance, exactly. it's hard to... You know, I feel mm-hmm. like that's so true, though, because, like... Mm-hmm. So many people have such a love for music in, you know, high school, middle school, something like that. And then they decide to do something else for college. Mm -hmm. But that love for music never really leaves them. And I'm I'm really glad that you ended up here with us because you decided to try to make a job and make a career out of music. Mm -hmm. But it's so often that my students or my students' parents, they loved school or they loved music when they were young decided to do something else in college and get a different sort of job. Mm-hmm. But they still do music as mm-hmm. a hobby and will do music as a hobby forever. Yeah. And so I think that that's a, I yeah. think that's a really cool story. Yeah. So. It, it's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like we should, you know, definitely promote that with mm-hmm. kids that are like, oh, I'm just not sure, you know, I, I need to go be a lawyer or a doctor and all that's great and everything. But the music is something mm-hmm. I think you got to come back to because Mm -hmm. there's just so much in music yes so yes that's that's really that's really cool I love hearing how you Mm -hmm. went off did something else and decided you wanted to come back I think that's really a really cool I think it is too it's awesome it's a cool story (laughs) testament to how impactful music is okay exactly so let's get into kind of the nitty-gritty you decided Mm -hmm. to you decided to do music you got some vocal training where did you study voice so, Septian Entertainment uh, mm-hmm. Group, uh, they are, uh, they're located in Carrollton right now, but mm-hmm. that is where um, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Beyonce went there a little bit. Um, Justin Timberlake, I think for like a little, I mean, I know he wasn't from Texas, but mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of people got started there, and mm-hmm. that's where I actually started training when I was like seven. Oh, and okay. And then like came back to it. Yeah. And Linda Septian's awesome. She's um, always like uh, 
just been amazed at my voice um and she's like you know you you can do something with this and so i'm like i've got to share it with yeah others for sure yeah so. i've heard so many things about that school yeah. i had i had a vocal instructor who used to teach voice there and mm -hmm. she had some pretty crazy stories of the people oh, that yeah. had come through oh, and yeah. just things that had happened yes like people do you i don't know if you remember ryan cabrera he was like back in Ashley Simpson, Jessica Simpson, uh -huh, yeah. uh, he used to date one of them. So it's just like crazy, yeah. all the people that come through that you would never even know. You're like, oh yeah, they, they went there too. Mm -hmm, yeah, so, well, and it's really, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of cool how many how many really talented people are from Texas. It's, I love it's that. Crazy, you know, I it? I was born and raised here, so yeah. I'm like very proud whenever yeah. anyone from Texas it is so crazy. becomes successful. So it's yeah. really cool to see how the music world is actually smaller than you think. Mm -hmm. and so it many really of these is. people have like connections with each other. Right. And that sort of thing. It's pretty crazy how that works. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm just gonna have to say Texas, that's where a lot of the talent is. Yes, there are a lot <laughs> of really talented people here. I mean, judging yeah. by just by our students, we oh, have yeah. so many really talented people. Oh yeah, here, for so. sure. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. Cool. It's really cool to see how um how those connections get made mm -hmm. and how people meet each other in certain places and that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. speaking of connections, I know you've done a fair amount of playing shows like mm -hmm. at bars and stuff like that. So yeah. how did you kind of get into that world? I literally, it's craziest story. I, one day I just opened up a notebook at home and I started Googling every single live music, karaoke bar, anything. I, and I called every single one of them and I'm mm -hmm. sure I annoyed them. Because <laughs> they'd be like, okay, my manager's not here right now, and I'd call like three times. We'll, we'll have them call you back. And I'm like, I want to perform. I, <laughs> you know, I've got, you know, and my brother's a guitarist, too, so I've got like a, a few of my friends that are guitarists. I'm like, we just need, I play a little guitar, but I'm not like them. So I was like, I've got a band. Like, we can have a set list. Mm -hmm. And then finally, that's kind of where opportunities were open because. Yeah, I had a few people call me back, and then I've gotten to perform around Addison, the Addison area, mm -hmm. and um, Dallas, and even like McKinney. Um, so yeah, it was just like networking, and, that's so and cool. honestly, just being annoying. Yeah, to people. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, like, that is fly. that is such a cool story, and yeah. also so true. Like, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize how yeah. hard it is to get your name out there as a performer, and how. Mm -hmm like you said, how annoying you have to be and you like do. persistent, especially if you, you know, you're not quite to the point where you have an agent who's going to book you stuff, mm -hmm. like just being really persistent yeah. and not yes. giving up when people tell you to give up right. and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's, that is definitely it. It's, it, it's crazy how that works. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. So, so what's, <laughs> let's, let's, I just want to know, like, what's a memorable experience that you, can think of off the top of your head from one of those performances? Because I would imagine you were playing at some like really interesting sort of dives. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of one that, okay, there was a big like McKinney Festival going on. This was like a few years ago. And um, there were some really important people there, but at the time I didn't know. So mm -hmm. this was my first time actually playing guitar as I was singing. Mm -hmm. And um, that was interesting because my dad was there and there there are people that I just all this crowd of people and I'm just like up there playing a song by Miranda Lambert mm -hmm. on my guitar and I know that like there was a few chords I missed and I'm mm -hmm. thinking in my mind oh gosh I hope they're not like I hope I, no one notices no one notices this. yes yes um and then I just remember being done with the song and then the guy his name's Kevin and I can't think of his last name but he owned a guitar studio and he was like you did so good and I was like 
I was like, really? Um, <laughs> I uh, totally messed up, but he said no one even noticed. Good, so it's like one of those things when you're on stage, you're like, um, I, I totally messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. We've all so, been there. Yeah, We've exactly. all been there. But yeah, I mean, that's like, and I mean, that's where it comes in with you mm -hmm. teaching stage presence and that kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. so often, oh yeah, the only thing that gives it away that you made a mistake is like the face you make of like, oh yeah, exactly. I messed that up, or like looking down or taking uh, too it, long. Like off the top of my head, I'm thinking this one more time. I was at Septian performing, and Linda Septian is in the audience. Okay, she knows like every producer in Nashville. She knows every producer in LA. And she's standing there at the back of the wall, and I forgot like a whole thing of lyrics. I stopped it. There was, <laughs> there was hundreds of people, and oh, I stopped no. it with my ma microphone. Oh, no. And I go, sorry guys. Like I told the audience, I was like, I don't remember the lyrics oh, right no. now. It, it was the most embarrassing thing ever, but <gasps> oh, no. but I made it funny because I was just like, but anyway, um, thanks for y'all coming to watch me. <laughs> and then a couple of the girls up front goes, your boots are so cute. And I was like, okay, I got them at Belk and they were this much money. And then we started talking about a whole different thing. And I was That's like- That's so funny. And then I talked to her after and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, and she was like, well, you did mess up, but you pulled it off good. <laughs> that's, that's true. So that was probably the most embarrassing part of like oh, no. my starting music career type thing. So. Oh, but hey, you know, we've all had that kind of experience. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. And you know, you have to start somewhere. And yeah. I'm sure after that, whatever oh, whatever yeah. performance you had next where you didn't oh, get through the oh, whole yeah. song, you were like, yeah. Yeah, I nailed I, the next one, but yeah. I will never forget that one. Yes, <laughs> yes. We learned so mm -hmm. much from messing things up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's really true. It is definitely true. That's really true. So when it comes yeah. to Samantha right now, tell us like, we, we know you're teaching here. We mm -hmm. know you you love being a vet tech and you still are totally involved in the animal you know world with yeah. that. What are some other things you do like to supplement your income or to bring music into your life more? Yeah, so uh, basically what I do a lot of songwriting and mm -hmm. I have so much that I want produced and like actually be able to perform mm -hmm. so a lot of like my off time i'll do that not that it's gaining me an income right now <laughs> yeah but um basically aside from like this and um vet teching that that's pretty much my only two incomes at the okay. moment um now i like sometimes like do relief vet tech work where mm -hmm. i can make like some good money on one day mm -hmm. but I, like it all comes back to when am i gonna get to do like the next music yes yes thing. Uh, yes so, um, but yeah, that's really like my main, uh, like my main things I do is music and animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's, do you ever sing to the animals? I do sometimes. Yeah. Like if they're going crazy, like with nail trims and you can't keep them and they're like flailing, if if you just like sing to them, uh, it's kind of funny. Like they'll that's just, cool. They'll, they'll like actually calm down. Mm -hmm. And uh, my uh, manager that I'm working with right now, she is a performer too. Oh, and wow. And she... Um, has a band and so she'll sing at like a lot of places in Arlington she also does musical theater on the okay, side that is so. so cool I'm like this is why I like working with them because mm -hmm. I'm like okay we have someone else musically inclined here yeah so. they get the yeah. they get the vet side of you and they get the and musical side exactly. of you that's really so, cool it's great all around yeah that's really sure. fun um so most musicians that I have met they don't get to be pretty successful without having some kind of weird jobs along the way yeah so and this may not may or may not be you but can mm -hmm. you think of one weird thing oh, that gosh. you've had one weird oh, job yeah. you've had for sure mm -hmm. um i've worked at restaurants uh 
like little, we're like, I would have to bake pies and I could not make a pie and it made me so mad. Oh my gosh. Because it was so bad. Like I would try and I would get in trouble. Like they'd be like, you can't, like that doesn't look good. You can't shake. This is like a summer job. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just want to be singing. Like I can't freaking make pies. God <laughs> did not make me to do this. So oh no. that, yeah, like I was the worst pie maker ever. Like, How I long did you last? They actually fired me. Oh wow. Yeah, they fired me. Yikes. Um, only like a couple months. Oh no. Like, we just, you're just like not fit for this job. And I remember being so devastated. Yeah. I even went home and cried. And oh, my, no. my mom was like, Samantha, it's okay. It's just a pie it's, baking It's just job. making pies. Yeah. So, but I was so upset because it was like my one summer job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Devastating. Devastating. So no one ever asked me to make pies. So. Well, you were probably kind of happy about that. I was. After the trauma. Yeah. Of the trauma of like wanting it to be perfect. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's yeah. funny. That's a good, that's a good weird It, it is a good one. And I don't know why that popped in my mind just now, but... Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's let's talk a little bit more about COVID because mm-hmm. we haven't talked about COVID. Right. So I'm sure that like all performances kind of took a total nosedive when oh, COVID yeah. happened. Yeah. So um, what what effect did you notice that COVID had on your like musical experience? Oh, gosh, just not being, you know, everything was shut down, not being able to perform. Um, I know like going to like uh, concerts for a lot of people was and I even know like the big entertainers you know had trouble with rescheduling Mm -hmm. concerts and yeah yeah, I think the music industry as a whole just took like a deep nosedive Mm -hmm. it was just so bad yeah um yeah and I and I'm glad everything's opening back up again but um I really think a lot of people that were kind of aspiring musicians kind of in a way got really down on themselves during all that so um I think as what we're seeing here as a studio now is people wanting to actually start back up and mm-hmm. and do this again yeah you know it, I mean for quarantine for everybody was horrible so yeah it was really it hard was, yeah just to be so isolated especially if you are used to playing music mm-hmm. with a group not yeah. being able to meet and do rehearsals not meeting not being able to meet and play a show somewhere right uh, that yeah it's very it, it was mean, very demoralizing for right everyone. and a lot of people that's their like social life mm-hmm. yeah and so they lost all of that and not being able to do what you love it's kind of like you know it's hard yeah, it's it was, really really it, hard it was it wasn't a good time so I think I lost a lot of um good quality opportunities during that time but as did a lot of other people mm-hmm. so yeah so have but, you yeah. noticed that like because I'm sure that you kind of like stopped playing gigs altogether. Mm-hmm. So have has much of that sort of like started to come back? It, it's kind of slowly, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I think it's more of, you know, how many, you know, crowd capacity, mm-hmm. like whereas we used to like anybody could come in, but mm-hmm. now it's kind of like we're going to only allow this many people. And that's just kind of hard, especially when you want to show off a student or show off yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and they only allow like max capacity now. So yeah. hopefully that can be... Hopefully this all ends eventually. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I think we're almost there. I yeah. feel like we can see over the hill. Uh-huh. Knock on yeah. wood, but like Knock I feel like sure. we can see like the <laughs> yes. light at the end of the tunnel. It's like it's right there, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and thinking thinking about the future, what are some goals you have for yourself with yeah. music? Yeah. So I want to be able to go. I've never actually. I've been to Tennessee, mm-hmm. but I've never been to like Nashville, like the music mm-hmm. scene area. I yeah. love to go there um, and just like play some like little bar whatever it is um and uh you know I just maybe even like go out I just want to see like different areas of like music Mm -hmm. stuff Um, yeah and 
that's kind of my goal is mm-hmm. just to be able to like I know when I lived in San Antonio for a while that Riverwalk had a bunch of like good performing places. Yes, the Riverwalk and, is so cool. Yeah, so, it's, music, it's a really musical. Cool yeah, place. I think that would be awesome to yeah. play at one of those like little dive bars or um, you know opportunities like that. But mm-hmm. uh, those those that's kind of and I really want to record an album someday. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. just I want to do that with my music and it'd be all my like originals yeah not just like so, covers exactly yes that's yeah. awesome so what is, is there like a um if you if you had to learn one more instrument other oh, than the ones you already play i think you know this because what are you gonna pick i'm gonna pick piano of course you yeah. are yes <laughs> I told you let's go yes <laughs> definitely because i i mm-hmm. did take piano as a kid but it's been so long mm-hmm. that i would have to get back but uh, to me, the two top important instruments, and people can disagree with me on this, but is guitar and piano. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's just me. Yeah, they're both so. super helpful for mm-hmm. musicians to yes. learn how music works, right? To learn how to play with a group, mm-hmm. to learn how to accompany themselves. Exactly, they're both really helpful instruments. Yeah. And I think piano is just beautiful in mm-hmm. general. It's just, oh, I mean, it is. I mean, there's just something about you know, you see like Lady Gaga like sit down and play in a company mm-hmm. you know it's just like a different nostalgia that like you know mm-hmm. that yes. if you don't really know how to play it I mean it's cool to like go up on stage and play your guitar and sing with the microphone but if you can do like all three mm-hmm. I think I think that's important yeah it's, it's another just, it's another sort of tool in yes. your toolbox of mm-hmm. creating the performance right for the audience yeah and yeah. you can utilize that like with anything like say like there might be one song that sounds a little bit better with piano on it versus mm-hmm. guitar, then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you know that. You have that option yeah. to try uh-huh. playing it one way or the other yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Awesome. Totally. Yeah. It's been so great having you yes, on today, Samantha. Thanks. I mean, I'm so excited to actually do this. Yeah, it's really fun. We yeah. have enjoyed having you as one of our instructors. Oh, and I enjoy y'all. Y'all are awesome. Yes, your students love yeah. you, and we can wholeheartedly recommend you to anyone that wants to take lessons at the studio yes come if you want to take voice voice lessons come sign up for a lesson with samantha <laughs> feel she's, like i'm on the voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's a fantastic instructor and she can help you reach your musical goals mm-hmm. and sign up today you can get a lesson free with her awesome and she awesome. would love to have more people yeah. in her studio yeah for so, sure yeah all right and uh if you have do you have any other like comments or mm-hmm. anything you want to plug or something uh, no, unless you just come train with me yeah. and you'll see. <laughs> so yeah. that's pretty much it. Yes. Awesome. Well, but thank yeah. you so much for coming yes, today. Thank We've you. Loved having you. Awesome. Love talking to you about your experiences. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next okay. time. See you next time on the broadcast. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>